You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DeGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King. The list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audio books, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything, and you want an audio book and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible Originals from a monthly selection, and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing, too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have... They also have, if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person. How-to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast episode, we're going to be doing our spoiler review for Kong vs. Godzilla. The movie's finally uh, finally out today. It was my anticipated movie of 2021. With me today, I have Charlie with me. Say hello to everyone, Charlie. Hello. And let me just go on and say this. When I watched the trailer with Frenchie, I really enjoyed it. It was very enticing. It was everything that I was hoping that it would be with the trailer. Now, we already know when it comes down to trailers and everything, 
it's going to be totally different. I've seen trailers to good movies for bad movies and bad trailers for good movies. With this being said and everything, whenever I saw this movie, I was let down in the first half of this film. But once you get into the very end of this film, you're, that's exactly why you showed up to see Kong versus Godzilla. is because you want to see these big beings face off against each other and beat each other down to a pulp. And that's actually what you get in the last couple of minutes. However, you know, they have to actually focus in on the human aspect of it first before we can actually get into it, which is something that I really didn't care for in the first couple of minutes of this film. Don't get me wrong. I love Alexander Skarsgård. I love... The little deaf girl and everything, too. I liked her. I thought she was really good. I thought she was a standout as well. But really, they didn't give us characters that we could actually care about within this film. It's different if you can actually adapt the monsters fighting off against each other and also give us good human aspects, though, at the same time. But when it comes down to this universe, when it comes down to the human side of things, that's not why we go and see these monsters. We go to see these monsters to square off to actually... Uh, fight against each other. Another thing I want to mention is this. It's like they got several different scripts out. Okay, um, you have the girl from Stranger Things. Okay, let's put that off the shelf. Okay, now we have Journey from the Center of the Earth. Okay, let's go in and put that over there. Now we have the weird uh, person who's into um, theories and stuff like that. Let's go on ahead and put that in there. So that's what I feel like that they did. They just pulled a bunch of things. There's some scripts that they pulled and then they just said, okay, now we're going to have Kong versus Godzilla rather than them anticipate us into this film. To me, I was, I thought we would actually get to see them take down Kong and how they, ca how they captured him to get to that point. With this, on the other hand, they don't give us that. Um, don't get me wrong. I love seeing the techie uh, Godzilla but I wanted to know how long it took them to actually build that thing. It was just like all of a sudden it was just there. But for the most part and everything, the last couple of minutes is exactly why you go into watching a Godzilla versus Kong movie. This is, I love the action sequences between that. Not only that, but when you see this, see them on screen for the very first time, you get to see how massive they are. That's something that else that I really liked. I also like the battle scene whenever Kong is on the battleship and everything. I like that part. So tell me what you thought, Charlie. I mean, I know that I've been ranting a little bit and also talking some of the positives and everything. Oh, yeah, guys. Another thing, too, is I really need your help with something. Go on ahead, click that like button, and also share this with everybody, too, because we are live right now. And if, you, if they are interested in Kong versus Godzilla, share this with everybody so that way everybody can actually listen to, in on us and everything. So go on ahead, check that out. And tell me what you guys think. Um, so, like I said, make sure you've seen this movie before you watch this video, because we're going into some the whole plot details, in a sense, of this movie. So don't watch if you haven't seen this movie yet. Um, I was underwhelmed by it, like, to be honest. Um, like, it's just overall, like, the trailer. I wasn't enticed by the trailer because the choice of music, was. it felt like it was a Pacific Rim movie. That's kind of what I got. I mean, because I knew going in, I knew like, oh, yep, it's 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 an hour and fifty three minutes, so it's short. Actually, not even that. It's a minute fifty, an hour and fifty three. That's going up to the credits, but really, it's only an hour and forty five. An hour and forty five minute movie, and you got so many stuff going on. And then, like, because the last Godzilla movie came out was crap. Like, it was crap. It it was. Two and a, a two-and-a-half-hour movie where two hours were spent on the humans 
and only 30 minutes were spent on the monsters, which is if you ha- if you have a title called Godzilla or King of the Monsters, you should expect Godzilla to fight the monsters and be long and be the focal point. Same with God Kong versus Godzilla. Focal point that no, I took jot it down. And again, these are rough, so I could be wrong on these rough estimates of how long each one was on there on screen. So the, your first appearance for Godzilla is not even until nine minutes into the movie. Um, the Mecha Godzilla wasn't out like his first appearance was. Uh, let's see, an hour and five minutes into this movie. Again, this is only an hour and forty-five. Kong, he starts out with Kong, which is cool, and then. Um, so anyway, the rough time, the humans with the total runtime again. A lot of it was because the humans were like it was really hard to tar- determine because the humans were on screen with the monsters. So it's like. I had to pick and choose. So a lot of time Khan was on there the most with the humans. So I kept that running. So about an hour and 31 minutes and five seconds is the rough time for the amount of time humans were on screen. Again, this is an hour and 45. So about an hour and 31 minutes worth of humans, which is not a good ratio at all. Um, I think I had Khan about 48 minutes again again it's mixed in there with the humans so these numbers are rough and they probably may not add up to the whole hour fit three but it's what i got 48 minutes for calm only 24 minutes for godzilla or 32 minutes 11 seconds if you had if i count up the seconds and only 13 minutes for mecha godzilla that's not good and that's what I saw. A lot of the reviews said the visuals was great. Sure, the visuals were cool. I was glad I wasn't in the dark. But then there's a problem when, like, like when I was watching on my 4K TV from the HBO app, their sequences were when, um, when Madison and uh, and um and the, the conspiracy theorist guy, they're in, they, they're going into the uh, like they're traveling and stuff. A lot of the blue and purple faded out, so kind of look the screen looks blurry. So when you're watching it on a 4K TV, a lot of the scenes look blurry and it was it kind of took you out of it. Sure. And then some of the visuals were cool, but a lot of it was the very quick shots. So it was kind of hard to figure out who's fighting who and stuff like that. Um, I didn't give a shit about the humans. I never, I didn't do in the last one. Sure. There's a few of them I kind of liked, but if you're getting Godzilla versus Kong and you're promoting it as Godzilla versus Kong, that, is your, sure focal, that. that is your focal point. This is the problem Warner Brothers suffered for the last one, King of the Monsters, and Godzilla, where Godzilla didn't show up, and there's an hour and fifty three minute movie. Um, the cost would the cost would be enormous. Yeah, it would be. But I mean, if you're oh. if, if, if theaters are opening now, you got people on HBO Max. People like or like like I said, people would be buying HBO Max to was to watch Godzilla versus Kong. That's why you need to have folk, the more of them, the focal point, not have an hour and a half of the movie with humans. There's like long gaps of time before, like you said, after that 12 minute mark where um, Godzilla left, he didn't show up again until 38 minutes into the movie. Right. And that's when the first fight happened. Well, the other thing, though, too, that pulled me out a little bit was the journey of the center of the earth type of deal where you actually have King Kong going into this other universe for him to live in underneath the ground of the earth i feel like that they could have done without that and yeah. i think they could have actually had it to where yeah godzilla is actually the threat on earth they're trying to do something with him 
and have that as your vocal point. Therefore, in order to take them out, you have to have these two hu huge beings fight up against each other. Don't forget, too, Warner Brothers forked out $250 million for Batman versus Superman. They could have actually forked out more for this budget to actually have more uh, monsters fighting monsters in this film. But, you know, I think that... Here's the thing. I love the fight scenes, but the journey to the center of the earth type of thing with the crust and stuff like that and having Kong live in another world, it just didn't fit in with me or anything like that. It didn't jive up with me. It pulled me out of the film. It felt like it was more filler just to have more stuff with Kong for him to do. Don't get me wrong. I love seeing that uh, hatchet, that axe scene. I thought that was really cool to actually have that aspect to it. Mm -hmm. But maybe there might have been another way that they could have actually put Made him, made him have that axe in another spot rather than having that journey of the center of the earth because that's what I'm calling it. I'm calling it the journey of the center of the earth scene. <laughs> and everything. Yeah, I mean, it's um, yeah, I mean, like that's the the problem with that is you're you did that in an hour and fifty three minute movie. Well, really, hour and forty five. Yeah, and you had that scene in there. That scene could have been more fight sequences or whatever. And then the fact that you put filler in that and and it felt rushed too. That whole that everything felt rushed, and that's the problem with that. Which I had going in it was an hour and fifty three minutes. I was like, they're gonna rush some stuff, and they did. And like I said, and I the the human aspect was very predictable. Like you it you in you knew they were gonna do this, and then like I said, you just kind of you kind of could pick it up pretty early on what was going on, and like that. But it's just I don't know. Like I was very underwhelmed by it. Like I said, the trailer, the first trailer. Yeah, the fight scenes were cool, but the poor choice of music really threw me off on it. So this one, I was like, I was trying to go in low expectations, and I just ended up underwhelmed, just like I did the last few. And like See, I said, I was I was really hoping this was going to be a hit for HBO Max. Mm -hmm. And so far, the only hit is an honorable mention for me is from uh, the uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. That's the only one that I found was interesting. Mm -hmm. The other thing, like I said, I'm, I'm unfortunately it depends on where else got coming out, like. I mean, God, I hope they don't do it with Mortal Kombat. I really, I'm really hoping this that one's good. Um, but this one, this like I said, like I mean, this is another disappointment for me for HBO Max. So they're one of three right now, and well, and and yeah. Well, for me though, with the trailer itself for, for Godzilla vs Kong, it didn't pull me out of it. There was just enough action in there for me to just, you know, with my excitement level and everything. When I was just like, yes, this is everything I wanted in this trailer. I got to see them go head to head. I love the music aspect of it and everything. I just didn't. Here's the thing: the music aspect sometimes it will actually pull you out of the trailer. Sometimes it won't. For me, I could do without. Because of the fact I got what I was wanting. I was wanting these two beings go head to head in a trailer. And that's what I was sold on. My anticipation level was at a five. It was through the roof because I loved it so much. Because of that anticipation level that I had and everything going in from the trailer going into this film and everything, I was at an all time high. I'm going to be honest with you because of that. And because, because of that anticipation level, I ended up having. Here's the thing, once you get into it, that that high expectation got lowered because that focused primarily on the human side of things. And also, too, all of a sudden they just go on ahead and show tech Godzilla and not giving us an explanation of how long it was actually being built, how it was being made, or anything like that. Didn't really give us time to dissect anything, any time to di actually digest anything, you know. But that's just my opinion. But 
I mean, I agree. I mean, they like like I said, when I saw the opening, I thought it was cool. You see Khan, I figured, okay, we're back on Skull Island. I'm like, wait a minute. When he chucked the fin, I'm like, how the heck did he get? Because at the end of Godzilla King of Monsters, I think they teased Khan in Skull Island, like, roaring. How the heck did they get from get people from Skull Island to get him and put him in this facility? I'm like, right. and you start out with that? I'm like, what the heck? Like, I mean, like I said, I, I figured, like, they, there would be, like, the, the, a lot of these questions, like, and again, like you said, how they make Mecha mm. Godzilla, how do they make that? Like, like I said, I think that would actually fit in perfectly, to be honest, honest with you, if they did it that way. Everything to explain certain things, to give it time to set up for certain stuff. Don't get me wrong, you don't have to have a four-hour cut like Zack Snyder did to no. do a movie like this. But you just need little small nuggets, little small things to actually make us care about how they trapped this mega-sized King Kong into this facility. Because I was also thinking this other point, though, too. Okay, does he escape from the facility, which also causes uh, Godzilla to go ahead and go head-to-head with him? That was also another thing I was thinking of. So I'm like, okay, how does this come about with him being on the ship and stuff like that? Uh, and stuff like that. So that was also another thing that I was just wondering about as I was, you know, things just go in my head as I'm watching it. I'm like, okay, why is he in this facility? Uh, Where are they going to be taking him from this? Is he actually going to be breaking out of this whole entire thing to where Godzilla is going to be fighting him? So that was another thing I was thinking of though too. But the Tokyo fight alone was really great. But it wasn't enough for me to say, hey, look, I'm going to go pick this up on Blu-ray or anything like that. Um, I did watch this on a 4K TV as well and everything. But for me, I think it might have been the way I had my lighting and stuff like that. I was able to see everything a little bit more clearly. Uh, I did feel like maybe the dialogue itself was a little off-key a little bit, because a little muffled. But other than that, though, I thought it was decent lighting. Uh, another thing too is I think I would actually might appreciate this film if I saw this on a wider screen in the movie theater because I get to see everything in a large amount of screen time and everything with the monsters fighting because don't get me wrong I love my 45 inch uh, flat screen TV but seeing it in a theater seeing these uh, big huge monsters fight off against each other that would actually been all that would actually been awesome to see in a theater but you know, just seeing them face off towards the end of it was a letdown. Remember whenever I said that I was kind of worried about the runtime? Yeah. Because of the fact I was expecting maybe a two and a half hour movie with it. And this also reminds me of the time with the Dark Tower movie when I said I was worried about that film because you needed a lot more setup with it. And it was like an hour and some more minutes. And with this, you needed some setup whenever it came down to these two monsters fighting each other and also knowing how King Kong actually takes how he gets captured. And that was something that I thought we would actually see. I would love to have seen them go back to Skull Island, show how they took him down, and then put him on the ship and put him in the facility. And then you can go on ahead and go about the fact that Godzilla is the villain to to the other company and how they want to actually take him down and replace him with this mecha uh, Godzilla and explain the background of the Mecha Godzilla, but it was too rushed. It was too rushed together on on that point. Like you said, the uh, 
Matter of fact, the humans was like one dimensional, which is not a surprise because we're not here to see the humans anyways. We're here to see the monsters fight. And I didn't really care for anything with the humans part other than the girl. I thought the deaf girl was amazing, to be honest with you. That was probably yeah. the yeah. the big key to it because Kong really loved her and you had that connectivity with uh, with her and everything, which I really liked. But other than that, though, nah, I didn't even like the douche uh the douchey uh, woman who was trying to shoot at Kong. Oh, what Isa Isa Gonzalez? Um, yeah, he, yeah. Um, I I think it was like I said, this movie just had like had all the hype, and then they kept showing the TV promos, monsters fighting, monsters fighting, monsters fighting. And I knew deep down, I knew going in, I'm like, this movie had better even even Stevens in terms of Kong humans. I don't think it did. And like I said, my numbers could be off because there's con. They had con with the humans, so it's hard to that. I think the longest break, like for the fight sequence, the the part, problem with the the ship fight sequences, it kept going back from mm. the, the monsters fighting to the damn humans. We don't care about that. We don't care. Like you said, we want to see Godzilla versus Kong, and that that sequence in the ship would have been so much better if they didn't have to keep cutting back to the humans. The longest mm. gap. That the like I said for the like the Tokyo fight sequence was cool because that one didn't kept cutting back to the humans and it's focused on Godzilla versus Kong, and that one was that that was only maybe about two or three minutes. That is not that is that is too short of a fight sequence for these two. And then and like the sequence where the two of them are breathing on each other, Jesus, kiss already. I mean seriously, <laughs> um, but. but but, but no, but it's like, like yeah. so that's the problem. Like with the fight sequence with the ship, and the thing is, they showed every single fight sequence besides the Mechagodzilla one in the trailer. So that's the problem when you're showing too much. You're like you're getting people hyped just to Tanya Harding them, like or just to, <laughs> yeah, just to, like like I said, go like like, like yeah, like just to, like just to cut them from um, from below the ankle. With a hammer. That's what they essentially did with this because they kept hyping up, and this is Warner Brothers' problem. Like they, they were like, they were like, oh man, people are complaining about the two and a half hour one. All right, let's cut it down to an hour and forty five, but we'll still have the humans. The main point. They didn't learn their damn lesson, and this is the problem. They did, they did this with the first Godzilla, which I didn't care for, which there was too many. Like they briefly showed Godzilla, and it was all about the humans. All right, second one. All right, we got more monsters in Godzilla. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna prove it. No, you only had like thirty minutes of that, and then two hours of of Vera Firminga being a bitch. Nobody cares about that. Like I said, she was her character was horrible. She was she was a horrible mom. She was she was just gun struck in. I don't care. She was horrible, and you focus two hours on that. And poor um is str um Stranger Things girl, uh, Millie Bobby Brown. She was just crying the whole movie. Like that was that was the second movie, and like like barely thirty minutes of fight sequences that you could you get done in five minutes, and then that another was thing, oh, yeah. another thing. Oh, yeah. Another thing too is the humor didn't work for me. They try to add in a little Transformers type of humor, and try to make it into something as well. If you notice, there was a little bit of Transformer kind of vibe to it, where they were trying to do some jokes here and there to do some some stuff. And it just fell flat for me. None of those jokes really worked. No. Uh, maybe maybe just one scene I kind of giggled a little bit, and that was the scene with the podcaster where he, the guy is pretending that he can't hear the security officer through the glass. He goes, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. The, the, the glass is soundproof. 
That was like the only thing that I could say I kind of giggled at, but at the same time, nah, it didn't work. The humor felt flat. Having the kid, the kid Josh show up, like the the actor that played him, like anytime I look at him, I just keep thinking he's from Deadpool too. Like, the, the kid, this like, I mean, I'm like, I'm expecting him to drop a curse word every every second now. I'm like, mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, oh, I'm like, but he was more. He was just, an, he was just trying to. Be, he was their version of comic relief, but it was just it wasn't working. Like like I said, besides maybe the uh, the 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 uh, the, imp- the his, um, hearing impaired girl, the deaf girl. And Rebecca Hall, I thought those two were like probably the better human ones. And then Skarsgård, um, I don't think I don't think it was like to answer the question. I don't think it was a different director would have changed things. I think again, it's I think That's Warner cool. Brothers get involved. I think Warner Brothers got involved with this because um, I don't think a different director was going to change things because they did that. They tried different directors before and it didn't and it didn't work out. I mean, I think you got. I forgot who directed the first one. It might have been that Rion Jordan guy or whatever. I, I, I don't remember who directed the first Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Second one, I don't even know who directed. All I know is it was complete garbage. This one, I mean, this one, like the guy, I mean, he, he did, I think it's not just on him. I think it's the script, but then he, and he would approve the script. So I'm hoping, like I said, he, this director, Adam Rainwright, he's the one that's going to be doing the, the sequel to Face Off. So hopefully, like I said, he got his monsters out of the way because obviously the thing, I don't think a lot of it was on him. I think it's the studio. I think this is going to go to our, our mm. conversation we had yesterday, John, plus the one that we're going to be doing again of Warner Brothers getting involved in things they shouldn't have, mm. hence being um, shout out to the Cowboy fan out there, uh, Jerry Jones. <laughs> yep. Um, Jerry Jones getting his hands in on the uh, um, get, get his hands in on the cowboy organization and doing control player management. And what have they done lately? Oh yeah, that's right. Um, eight and eight made playoffs, gotten eliminated in the playoffs. Again, I I'll, I'll be going more in depth than that when we go back to our Warner Brothers thing. But again, it's Warner Brothers getting his control and like controlling his employees like they're puppets. When they just need, they just need to step back and let these guys do what they're gonna do. But then this you is. See- yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I have the with this though, I have the opposite opinion on that. With the when it comes down to the executives. The executives you can actually feel like that they had their hands in like stuff with for example with Batman versus Superman. You also had it in there with all the other franchises like Zack Snyder's uh Justice League and everything else whenever his daughter passed away. With this one on the other hand, it was layer for layer, spot for spot, that was, everything that was in the trailer. They didn't remove anything that was in the trailer. We got everything that we wanted that was in the trailer and the movie, so nothing was actually cut and everything that I know of. But it was still layer for layer, and therefore I have to say, the executives to me at this point was not didn't have their hands in the cookie jar on this one because of the fact that it was everything that, um, that Warner Brothers advertised and everything for, for the trailer. You know what I mean? So well, I, mean, I think what I mean in the case, maybe not done um, getting their hands in cookie jar in this one. That was <laughs> or what they did with the Warner, the other DC stuff. I mean, in the terms of what they like, like focusing the trailers in on what everybody wants the, that, and then under delivering on that. I think that's that's the problem on that. And that's that's what the 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 marketing execs they focus too much, like because deep down everybody knew that because they had like because the because of how badly received that last one was and that everybody knew going in 
oh yeah, everybody trailers focused in on the monsters, but deep down, a lot of people had that gut feeling that like uh, I may not be, I'm probably not the only one that had the gut feeling that they're going to focus on the humans again, and nobody wants, nobody cared about the humans, and that, and that the the sex like, no, nah, you'll be fine. Let me show the trailer. Let's get people hyped up. Let's get them to fight monsters versus monsters. It's going to be, and then like, and then then releasing the, the the very short runtime. Like, oh okay. So hopefully that'd be less human time, more fighting, which I was hoping for. And then they get nothing but humans and very little fighting. That was like a huge, like, like, like huge, like screw up in the marketing department because they did this. I can't consistently done this again, again, and again. One's enough is enough. Like, I mean, come on, stop hyping up something when you deep know deep down, like, what you show from the trailer is what we got from the, in terms of the fight sequences. I wish maybe with the trailer would have cut out one of the fight sequences. Sure. Might've hyped people up even more because there could be more. But like I said, I think after seeing those fight sequences, we were expecting more and they mm-hmm. really under delivered and they it gave us more humans who we don't really give a crap about. I you mean, see, I think the transformers thing. were, they were able to do that better because they were interacting with each other. This one, no, you have them all separate. Yeah, that you have them all separate. But I don't know. I just think they really underdelivered. They really like hyped them up, and then they're they got some pushback. And right. I like, was like, getting pushback from me because I'm I was like I'm tired of humans. I wanted to see monsters fighting, and and if you're gonna call, oh God, Godzilla versus Kong with humans, they should have put the humans like like I said, and like or to say Godzilla versus Kong. And to not focus on that and just focus on the humans, yeah, that 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 was a that's a huge bait and switch is what they did again. I I, I can agree with that though too as well. To be honest with you, I do feel like that they didn't understand this universe in a sense because they made the humans the more vocal point than what the monsters are actually are, which. All we got in the first one, like you mentioned, was a Godzilla movie featuring Godzilla tap dancing, basically with a little hat and saying, hey, I'm going to go on ahead, burn down some buildings and it's going to be a good day. And that's my Godzilla movie. And then in the second one, we don't really have that much of a setup or anything like that. We have a slow burn kind of feel like we did with the first Godzilla movie. It lands flat. And then now we have this one, which is a lot more fast-paced one, so we can actually see these two fighting. But at the same time, we need a little bit of a slow burn, but not much of a slow burn, you know? (laughs) But yeah, um, I just feel like that's where we are at with this whole entire monster universe when we look at it from Warner Brothers and everything. I just feel like they don't know exactly what they want whenever it comes down to Godzilla versus Kong or any of this other big monster stuff. And matter of fact, they even made the announcement that they're not going to be doing any more Godzilla movies, I think, if I'm not mistaken, because I remember seeing an article a while back that they said they weren't going to be doing it anymore after this one. But here's the thing. I like uh, Skull Island. I like Kong Skull Island. I thought it was a really good movie. That was great. That was perfect blend humans, monsters. That right. was blend like that one was that was good because like I said I, then because you had you had the original Godzilla which was about an hour that hour and fifty some minutes again we're probably only like twenty maybe ten to twenty minutes of Godzilla this one you had a perfect blend of Kong 
And you have Purple Act of the Humans because they're fighting on the island, which is the best part of the Peter Jackson when, when they went on to Skull Island, that like that three-hour-long movie. Once they got to the island, that's when the movie picked up, and that was the best part of that movie. But Gone Skull Island was just a great movie in general. Um, yep. So, and like they can do a, they can do King Kong well. Like I thought King Kong was the best part of this movie because right. he's cool and he's big and tall, and it was, it just, you kind of wanted to see. I was glad that they made him the focal point, but they have and like go out and say, "Oh yeah, Godzilla will be after him." Why is Godzilla after Kong? What did Kong do to Godzilla? Like these are all these questions we had. I'm like you, ne- and they didn't even bother to explain it. They just rushed right into it, and and then you get and then like so essentially they half-assed this one, and that's not that's not something you want to do. Like they met, they were like oh last one was like we had an hour and fifty. Well, it probably wasn't really an hour and 50. It was probably an hour and 40-some minutes. It, it, it's hour and 50 length in general because of the credits. That's what I like. And that's when I, like, mm-hmm. I was a little bummed when I found out this was only an hour and 45. Me too. And, and he said it's supposed to be two hours. It's not even, not even close. Right. And then, then you have two and a half hours, which is probably still about at least two hours and 20-some minutes at least. Um and it was really that one was boring. I was fast forward for a lot of it. To be yeah. honest with you, I feel like they gave a lot of stuff for Kong to do in this movie. Yeah, I would like to see a lot, you know, I would have loved to see a lot of stuff that Godzilla in this movie though too, because it didn't seem like Godzilla did much in this film per se until like you get into like the very end of it. But I do love the underwater scene fight between Kong and Godzilla. I really like that. Because I'm like, okay, round one, go at it, go at each other. It felt like a pay-per-view match. And then after that, that's when it went from going like this to going like this on a roller coaster for me. Because that's when they started focusing in on the um the human side like you said it kept on going back and forth it took me out of the film a little bit and then once they made it back over to the monster side i was like okay we're back on track now and then all of a sudden journey of the center of the earth happens and then after that happens let's go ahead and get stranger things let's let's see what's going on with billy let's go ahead let's go on with the podcaster and her little friends on their magical journey and eh, it's just not something that i'm probably going to end up owning on blu-ray let's just put it that way the water sequence was hard to follow for me, mainly because they kept coming back to the humans and they kept like the quick cuts on that one. It was very hard to figure out what was going on underwater. Like, I don't know the, the, like I said, I, I like, it was very hard to follow because it was like, you have that. And then they kept going back to the humans. Then suddenly they're, they're out. They, they, then they're back on land. Or like, oh, like, like I said, they're out of the water. Then they're back in the water. It was like very choppy. That was very choppy shot from in my perspective. Because it's hard to follow because they kept going back to the humans. Mm. The Tokyo fight scene was better because they didn't bother to cut back to the humans. They focused in on them. And like the problem is if you're on a ship with humans and there's missiles and stuff, they're gonna have to keep cutting the humans. And that's like get it on neutral land and have the first fight that way. Cause I don't think it was like like and, and they need to have them on even ground. Kind of like the Tokyo scene. That's what they should have been from the get-go, even ground. But the water sequence was very choppy, very hard to follow. It was like, well, it happened so fast for me. But I have another question. Would your experience have been different if you saw this in a theater with the water scenes? I don't think so. I think it was the way it was shot, um, to be honest. I don't think the, the big screen would have changed. It was still going to cut back to the humans. So it was, it was still going to take you out of the sequence anyway. 
And honestly, I didn't really like this one. I wasn't going to be paying money to see anyway. Um, so I probably wouldn't have gone in the theater because I didn't see the last two in the theaters. Um, I didn't see King of the Monsters when it came out in 2019. I didn't see that. I didn't spend money for that. It was, I thought it looked dumb. Um, I, and I thought the first one was kind of dumb. I only watched it just because I was bored. Um, Don't got, get me wrong. Here's the thing. I didn't see it in theaters or anything like that, but there was just some excitement for yeah. Godzilla, especially after the Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie. Um, so I was like, I was excited to see Godzilla, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I can go on ahead and come back to this later. Yeah. If I want to, because there was other movies during that summer that I wanted to check out. Godzilla, I'm like, you know what? I know you probably might be a good time in the movies and everything, but I'm just going to have to hang this up for a minute. And, you know, we never mentioned <laughs> Broderick. That was crap. That was yeah. Um, but, but, you know, I just feel like the just this is me though. I love the water scene stuff, and then also too, I also liked it when Kong was throwing an airplane at him, a jet at him, and then <laughs> the person was actually in the uh, jet though, and he had to eject himself. I thought that was actually pretty cool. I did like that, and then he's they're also using other pieces of the ship to fight each other. I like that, but you know, like we mentioned before, it's just the human aspect. I think is what we didn't really care for, and then also too some of the other stuff that they what we were anticipating they didn't really touch on now would you have liked it if godzilla was actually in that journey of the center of the earth type of thing where he just happens to come in to that world that uh kong is in he technically did when he blew fire into that hole he technically right. in a brief second i don't know right. I, I was like i don't think like really besides like the fire part but have his whole entire physical physicality and them going head to head and then them coming out of that hole fighting and going into uh, Hong Kong that way, I think it would have actually escalated a lot more. Maybe, but then again, then, then it would have messed up the whole plot of element of it because they, they needed that <laughs> stuff to get next Godzilla. I mean, that's that's the problem. Like that's like they they're they're at a they're at a lose lose with that whole portion. Like they don't they didn't really need they like, man. If you want to do that, do a separate movie for that portion. They and then and then or whatever have like the whole Journey Center Earth thing. Have that as a big because there's so much they can expand on that. They could have done that as a separate movie, like a prelude movie, like or something or something. I don't know. They could have find figured out a way to do something, but I don't think that was really like. Like you add it, like you're trying to add more elements to the movie when it's already a short one. Now you're just getting yourself like in a in a loose loose when you need to like I don't know we need to uh yeah you know, like like I said we need to do this movie but we're also rushing too so we gotta rush some cramping stuff and then like uh, I don't know I think they 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 they're at a loose loose. Um, what do you think? Moment. Now here's another thing we it was already announced before that you know, that they weren't going to be making up towards the end of the film or anything like that. But then all of a sudden you see a tech techie Godzilla and then you realize that they have to team up to take this tech uh, tech one down. Now, do you think that maybe Kong has a mutual respect for him in a sense now? Or do you think they're like, okay, you go my way, we'll go our way, but we're not going to cross paths again type of thing? Or... But I don't know. I don't. I don't see them as enemies now. I don't. No, see them. I mean, I, I, I mean, maybe mutual. I mean, it would have been funny if one of, if one of the monsters yelled Mothra because it's Warner Brothers and to get them to team up. 
because we got to team up and get to save Mothra or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's Warner Brothers, so we kind of like they could have been like that sequence with the two of them were breathing on each other. I'm like, geez, they're both going to get themselves COVID. <laughs> well, another thing I was thinking though too, I was feeling like Mike Tyson from it. Now kiss, because I thought they were gonna kiss. For I did too. I thought it was like there was like a lot of tension. And I was like, geez, get on with it already. Like I said, I might might have might have been make the movie a little bit more exciting, or then it looked like, and then but then they have Khan just lay there all good. So I was like, oh, another guy. Okay, let me go fight him. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like the transitions weren't great. And then the cuts were very wonky too. Cutting from the middle of a fight sequence to humans, right when we're in the, the, the middle of the battle, to cut it to the damn humans, and then they go mm. back to the fight and like, oh yeah, there's they're now they're now they're blowing fire on each other. Mm. I mean, whoever did the editing and the cutting needs like needs a serious demotion because you you're cutting out on the best parts of the movie, the ones that you're hyping the movie for, monsters in each other. To cut to the humans doing something stupid that you're only there for five seconds and then cut back to the fight sequence. I mean, come on. Like, it's kind of like, yeah, like I said, you're, you're Tanya Harding us right now. And that's mm-hmm. not good. Well, another thing that I want to mention is this, that I really was hoping to find out, you know, I wanted some more mythology between them on the hatred level. Maybe they crossed paths before in the uh, in one of their lives or something like that, but we didn't get that either. But that's just, I wanted some more mythology stuff. Another thing too, guys, is if you want to go ahead and like and subscribe to our channel as well, because we would definitely appreciate that. Even if you just like it, we definitely appreciate that as well. Uh, go on ahead. What else do you want to talk uh, about? Well, since you mentioned you wanted to learn more about mythology, then you're, then you're gonna then we're gonna have another problem because we need more humans. More humans can describe what's disgusting. And then and then, and then they need humans on top of them to like say, no, you can't say that. Like you like you like you just need a committee of people to talk to. Like we need to have it, we have to have a board meeting of like talk about mythology. No, you can't say that. All right, can you have them in there? And then and then, and then you have the humans try to break in to see what's going on. Like then it's just adding more and more layers of humans to an already human-filled movie that we don't even need more of. We need less. We need more fighting, less talking. I mean, that's that's the whole point of this movie. When you hyped it up, is Godzilla versus Kong, front and center poster. But and then, and then, and then like there's no cast list on this poster. It's just focused in on the monsters. And yet the movie's filled with the filled with humans talking and like the boringness of it. And that's not like and like you're hyping up this big fight movie. It's not fighting at all. To be honest with you, I got more out of Freddy versus Jason than I did out of this. Because at least it was them fighting off against each other. At least it was a dream sequence that they had. And then after the dream sequence, it was a reality sequence that they were fighting against each other. You know, that's something that I really have to say. At least I got something out of that. Alien versus Predator, at least I got something out of that movie. I mean, Everything. they started off fighting right off the bat. You didn't have to wait 38 minutes to get to the first fight scene. And then after the 38-minute mark, an hour and 22 minutes into the movie, then you have the second fight scene. Then a couple minutes after that fight scene, which and then, then you have an hour, and then you have like the third final fight scene between Khan versus Godzilla. And then 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 a little bit then maybe about five minutes later, then you have the other fight. And this is all towards the end of the movie. Again, this is only an hour and forty-five minutes. I'm like, ignore the hour and fifty-three mark. Go unthinking. It's an hour and forty-five. 
I mean, it's simple. I and mean, like I said, because like yeah, and then you and to have these fight scenes this late in the game, it's kind of like, and then we have to deal with the humans the whole time, and it's like, come on, a lot of them are bad. Hmm. It's, very, it's very predictable. Like we knew, like she was gonna betray them, but her getting smashed by Khan was kind of the upside. Um, but it's like. I mean, you're hyping this movie, like I said. I mean, geez, you can get more action in a Fifty Shades movie than this movie. <laughs> oh, my God. I wouldn't go that far, man. I would not go that far as Fifty Shades. <laughs> I'd much rather watch the second Kingsman movie than watch this. And I didn't really care for the second Kingsman movie. So there's that. Was great. Like, I, I don't want to talk but about it. Anyways, like, I mean, it's not as great as the first one. But then again, you get more, you get more action sequences. In this one, but it's like I mean, like I said, you're hyping this movie up to be this epic fight movie. It's like it's gonna be like, man, if you want to watch a monster fight movie? Go watch Rampage with The Rock. Right. That one's got now. That I have to agree, but I feel like they got. You know what this also feels like? Pacific Rim Uprising. Oh, that that's crap. what it feels like. It felt like a music video. Well, this one didn't feel like a music video, but the fight scenes alone. To me, Kong versus Godzilla, the the fight scenes were epic. It's a whole lot better than Pacific Rim Uprising, but on the human level of the uh, Pacific Rim Uprising is what I'm comparing it to, and they both suck on that equal uh, realm on that part. I mean, you got rid of the best character from the first one, Charlie Hunnam. I mean, right. he was the best part of the first Pacific Rim. And again, the first Pacific Rim was a great movie. Second one was like, oh, we have money. Let's just create a sequel. We're going to get in there. I don't care. Let's get the guy, John Boyega. Yeah, let's get him in there. Yeah. Charlie yeah, Day and everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll have everybody else back. We'll get Charlie Hunnam back, who was the the big guy, the, the cool part of that first one. And like, right. I mean, yeah. And then killing off, like, spoiler alert here. Um, don't watch it, though, if you don't, if you, when you hear this, but they kill off the daughter. They kill her off right in the beginning. <laughs> But yeah. anyway, is there anything else that you want to mention as far as Kong, Godzilla versus Kong, or anything like that? Or you... No, I think I pretty much summed it up. More humor, okay. less fighting. Okay. With me, on the other hand, I enjoyed the fight sequences and everything. I thought the fight sequences were good. Hong Kong fight was excellent. I thought that the underwater fight was really good for round one for Godzilla versus Kong. Um, other than that, though, not so much for the Stranger Things stuff. I didn't really care for it all that much or anything like that. Uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth stuff, not so much. Waste of this, Kyle Chandler. Waste of his right. character. I mean, yeah, waste of a character. Yep. But yeah, other than that, though, uh, that's going to be it for our review, for our spoiler review for uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. I hope that you guys enjoy this. Go ahead and do this, this favor, guys. Give us a thumbs up for this. Smash that share button. Also, too, subscribe to our channel. Also, another thing, too, if you guys are, if you guys love us and what we do, go on ahead. Subscribe over to Stereo at Movie Lovers Unit over there. You guys can also follow me at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Facebook. Underneath the same brand, Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite over there on Instagram and also too on Pinterest as well. If you want to go on ahead and uh, go for all your entertainment needs and wants, how do you do that? Just go on ahead and go to www.movieloversunite.com. Also, too, another thing, go to our GoFundMe page. How do you do that? Click on the link below by going to www.gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers podcast. Also, too, like I said, we're also on stereo as well. We, Charlie and I do some shows over there. Rossi McFree, we did some show. Uh, we did a uh, white boy named Rick. 
uh, review over there. Also, the Judas and the Black Messiah review over there as well. And also, too, you can also find that stuff also wherever you you guys get your audio podcasts as well. This episode will actually be airing in a couple of hours on the audio side of things. But go on ahead, check us out on the audio podcast as well, because I do a little shows that are kind of differently. I actually do a Mafia Talks on Monday. Mondays and everything where I'm reviewing the Sopranos. We have been I've been actually reviewing uh season one of the Sopranos since last July and now we're almost done with the complete um season's review. And so that's everything that you guys need to know about me and everything. I hope that you guys enjoy the show also too. Don't forget hit that like button, share that button, and also too, always until next time guys. Bye bye.